Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 118 of All In With Kevin. I am your host, Kevin Lewis. In today's episode, I'm going to discuss the the divisional round of the NFL playoffs and championship weekend and just some general thoughts about both. Um, the Giants went up in smoke. Um, I guess Eagles, I think it was, what, 38-7 to was the final score? I, I left the bar I was at at 28 nothing and just was cool with that because... The Giants were getting their asses kicked. Um, I did think it was going to be a whole lot more competitive than that. I was dead fucking wrong. Um, the talent difference showed up and showed out in a loud way. And basically, there was a lot of talk about Daniel Jones this and Daniel Jones that based on them beating the Vikings. And I'm not, I'm not here trying to say that Daniel Jones is a bad quarterback. That's not fair or true. All I'm saying is this stuff about is he top this or is he elite this or is he going to get $35 million or $40 million that was a little bit unfounded based on what we have seen from Daniel Jones in his career. He is more or less an average, fast game manager, which you can win with. They made the playoffs with him this year with not a whole lot of talent around him. You can win with that guy. I'm not here to say you're not. And, hell, I'm not even here to say that he does not have a reasonably high ceiling. I don't think he does, but that's not the argument. The argument is that we took shit way too far based on them beating what a team that we all thought were frauds in the first place. That's all I'm saying. And then the Eagles promptly whooped Daniel Jones' ass up and down the field. And here we are. The Giants are home. The Eagles are moving on to the next round. There's not really a whole lot to add. The Eagles did whatever they wanted. They they the Giants' run defense was an Achilles heel all year. The, the Eagles' run offenses were the best in the sport. They beat them down on both sides of the ball. Oh, and also, I, I saw um, a Giants writer criticizing um, Brian Dayball for going for it on fourth and eight from the th- from the forty yard line in the first quarter. Oh, you know, hit. Oh, it went downhill. Went, went from that inexplicable. Once that inexplicable call to go for it was made. Look, the Giants were an undermanned team, um, overmatched team. Excuse me. They were like what ten point underdog, whatever it was eight. I can't remember what it was. Talent wise, clearly the Eagles are on a different level. You're going to have to do stuff like that, especially when you're in no man's land in the first place. Like it, punting from the forty doesn't do a whole lot. Your kicker might not have the leg for all of that. And it's 4th and 8. Not 4th and 15, not 4th and 20, 4th and 8. And if that one decision just apparently snowballed and made it so awful that the Giants couldn't recover, that the Giants weren't that good in the first place. But that, but that's what I mean when I talk about momentum and how people just use momentum to... They, they 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 use momentum and how how it operate how it operates in a game to fit whatever story they want to tell, which which is cool. I'm not knocking you, but it is what it is. M- momentum talk is all, often self serving. But, but either way, moving on to the next game, Dallas and San Francisco. 
Um, first of all, San Francisco, San Francisco's defense is excellent. Second of all, Fred Warner is amazing. And that guy moves really that, – that guy moves far too well for somebody that size playing that position. It's unbelievable. Um, year in and year out, those guys put together – great defenses um well-coached offenses that they are around in and around super bowl contention pretty much year in and year out it's a san francisco the 49ers are a fantastic organization they have a fantastic head coach you might not agree with everything kyle shanahan does but clearly he he knows what he's doing and they they can they, they bring in defensive coaches guys get hired the, the 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 ship keeps moving like they they're incredible they they deserve to be here um they have the guy who was drafted last in the NFL draft starting a quarterback and they're still pushing they're still keeping they're keep on they're keeping on good for them the, on the Cowboys side of things Dak clearly regressed this year I, what that means for him going forward I have no idea but he was clearly worse than what he's been before this year um he was not seeing the field clearly and the thing is with Dak like Dak's physical ability he's not here because he's that physically gifted so if you lose a little bit on the field reading side of things the aware the general awareness of what's going on side of things then you're talking about something that's potentially problematic in the long run can he recover from this yeah guys have bad seasons all the time Sometimes quarterbacks have a random bad season or bad season by their standards, however you want to put it, and come back and, and they're themselves again or a better version of themselves again. That, that stuff happens. But the, 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 the thing is with the Dak talk is just um, it's always going to be on fever pitch because he plays for the Cowboys. So this whole, like, can you win with Dak? Should the Cowboys move on from Dak? I am personally of the belief if you feel like your quarterback is a dead end, moving on, there, there, there is a, a legitimate argument for moving on from him. Now, the flip side of that obviously is with, for who? <laughs> That's obviously the flip side, especially when you make the second round of playoffs, you're going to be picking picking in the 20s. Like if Seattle wanted to move on from Geno Smith, for example, I'm not saying they do. If they If they did... You can make they, they, I think they're picking fifth. Like you can make that argument way more, way easier because they could trade up from five if they want, if they need a guy, or they could take a guy at five if they like the guy. I mean, shit, you could take a guy at twenty. Hell, I mean, the, the Cowboys got Dak in the fourth round. It's, it, there's no, there, 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 there's no one way to to go about this. But it's way easier said than done in most cases. But if you want to move on from Dak, like I can understand why you're like, all right, look, we're not winning the Super Bowl with this guy. I'd rather rip off the Band-Aid now than than rip it off later. Uh, hey, understood. Understood. I'm not here to argue. But this whole can you win a Super Bowl with Dak thing is just, I guess we just do this as, as long as the guy doesn't have a Super Bowl ring. Oh, well, unless you're Josh Allen because he, he gets off scot-free. I'll get into that in a minute. Um, I, I I guess it's just we're gonna do this for who, like, bro. I've watched Joe Flacco win a Super Bowl. I watched Eli Manning win two. I watched I watched Nick Foles win one. Like, yeah, fine. He didn't get them to the playoffs, but he sure as fuck got them through it. I watched him win one. Um, I watched Matthew Stafford win one last year. Of course, you can win a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott. Of course, you can. Am I saying you're gonna win a Super Bowl because of him? No. 
Can you win with him? Yes. If Matthew Stafford can win a fucking Super Bowl, Dak Prescott can win one. So, the game is the game. He played poorly. He he didn't have his best year. I understand all of that. This is not even some, like, spirited defense of Dak Prescott. This is more... The I, I don't believe you can win a Super Bowl with him. They explained they explained Nick Foles, explained Matthew Stafford, explained all of these. Of course, you can win a Super Bowl with him. Yes, does it take more um a better? Does it take having more around him than a typical elite or close to elite quarterback? Sure, argue that if you want. But yes, you can win a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott. Um, that that's like what 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 are they gonna do with the coach? I mean, if you liked Mike McCarthy two years ago, I don't know why you wouldn't like him now. He's the same guy, for better or worse. I'm not a fan of him. I think his game management is horrendous. And I think he's been skating on the fact that he's had elite. He's had either an elite quarterback or elite talent. I think he's been skating on that fact for a long time. I'll admit that he made some adjustments as far as his aggressiveness on fourth downs and his general aggressiveness during games. So he's not... He's not exactly the same guy, but for more or less, he's the same guy. Like, he made some adjustments, but he's still Mike McCarthy at, at his at, at core. He's still Mike McCarthy. So what are they going to do with him? I don't know. I can see Jerry fire him because, well, you ain't making, you ain't even give me a chance to sniff, to sniff the Super Bowl. And, and it costs less to fire him as opposed to firing the quarterback. If Jerry wanted to do either of those things, like firing the coach is the easier, cleaner way to go about it. Simple and simple and plain. So on the other side of the on, on the other side of the bracket, the AFC, um, the Chiefs and Jaguars. The Jaguars put up a fight. Good for them. Um, Mahomes hurt himself in the first quarter, first half, uh, to second quarter. I can't remember which quarter. He hurt himself, high ankle sprain. Chad Henney came in the game and orchestrated a 98-yard drive. You kind of you kind of figured they were going to lose from there, and it's fitting that they lost by a touchdown. Granted, who knows how the game goes if they don't score the blah, blah, blah. Yeah, obviously, you can't go by the fallacy of the predetermined outcome, but still, I'm going to look and laugh that they lost by a touchdown in the game that Chad Henney led a 98-yard touchdown drive. That's still objectively funny. No matter what we want to do, it's objectively funny. So, uh, Mahomes came in, gutted it out. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco is a fucking player. Um... Sure as hell makes you wonder uh, why why the Chiefs were the same ones who used a first round pick on a slow, small running back. But you know, neither here nor there. I guess um, the Chiefs' defense played well. Uh, the Jaguars. The thing with them is they have some intriguing pieces. They still, I'm, I'm assuming they still have free agent money that they could use to fill some holes and all of that. And you have Trevor Lawrence, who is clearly taking a step forward, and maybe he takes another step forward next year. There's no guarantee that anybody's going to be back anywhere. The, the Jaguars had a very successful season. There's no guarantee anybody's going to be back anywhere because, you know, teams improve, guys regress, blah, blah, blah. You know how year-to-year goes in the NFL. Nothing is guaranteed. So, but the thing is, the Jaguars play in the AFC South, which, I mean, do you think the, do you think the Colts, Texans, or Titans are going to be any good next year? Ah. Maybe the Titans, I guess, because they, they they might do their whole run the air out of the ball to 10 wins and do nothing else there again. I, who the hell knows? But the Jaguars have some hope and they have a, they have some directional. They have some direction. They have some promise in their direction that they're going. And when you have a guy like Trevor Lawrence, you have belief, you have faith, you have some hope. So who the hell knows what they do next year? But they had a really good season. 
good for them. And those those two games that the, that the Jets won at the end of twenty twenty sure as hell did them a lot of good when they ended up with with uh, current day Heath Schuler at quarterback. Sure as hell did a lot of good for them, right? Mm-hmm. And also, shout, while we're here, shout out to Travis Kelsey, legend. I think he had what fifteen grabs in that game for like one hundred twelve yards or whatever it was. Absolute legend, one of the best tight ends to ever do it. I don't think he's better than Rob Gronkowski personally, but that's another debate for another day. Shout out to him. Uh huh. Uh. This goes out to you. This goes out to you and you and you and you. This goes out to you. This goes out to you. This goes out to you and you and you. All right, so the final game I wanted to talk about this weekend was the Buffalo Bills getting their asses handed to them by the Cincinnati Bengals at the crib in the snow in a game that was never really competitive. Now, I picked the Bengals to win last week, and I think the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl. Now, with that said, I want to put my hater on real quick. And let me make this quite clear, because I'm a 35-year-old man who's been watching professional sports for... 25 years, give or take. Any hate that I have for a particular team, like hate, not disdain, not I don't like these particular guys. No, I'm talking about hate for the front of the for for the name on the front of the jersey happened a long time ago. Like it had to be grandfathered in. There's no new hate. Like I don't I don't hate the the Tampa Bay Rays. Like I might not like some of their current players. I don't hate them. Like it's just you're you are in my team's way. Like I don't hate the Toronto Blue Jays, whatever. Okay, like I, I don't hate the Orioles. It's always gonna be fuck the Red Sox. Simple and plain. Fuck the Red Sox. That is it. In the NFL, it's fuck the Patriots, fuck the Dolphins, and fuck whoever employs Tom Brady. Like I, I guess that's not technically about the team. That's about him. But all of those things, right? So I do not hate the Buffalo Bills. There are things I like about the Buffalo Bills. There are things I dislike about the Buffalo Bills. Just like pretty much every other noteworthy team in the National Football League. With that said, the way that the way that they uh, first of all them losing last year um, in the divisional round when they were up thirty six to thirty three with twelve with what twelve seconds left thirteen seconds left excuse me they. Uh, they kicked the ball out of the end zone. Then they allowed the Chiefs to go what forty yards in two plays and and get and kick the field goal. And then they didn't get the the football. The, the Bills didn't get the football at all in overtime and lost. And everybody made some big stink. And somehow the Buffalo Bills became the victim, despite the fact that their defense gave up forty two fucking points. And they had a three point lead with thirteen seconds left to go, and they couldn't hold it. But they became the victim. Then we have to change rules for these dudes. And, yes, I know the rule was proposed before, like, three years ago. Look, man, I saw Matt Ryan and the Atlanta Falcons get bounced out of the playoffs um, after a coin toss went against them and they didn't score a touch and um, they didn't get to touch the ball. I saw it happen to Mahomes, too, in the playoffs in 2018, 17, 19, whatever it was, whichever year. I think it was 19. No, it was 18. 18. That was the year they got eliminated. Yeah, Mahomes won MVP. Yeah, 18. I saw this happen on multiple occasions. The Bills were not the first team to be quote unquote victimized by not getting the ball. I think it's a load of shit in most in most cases. By the way, anyway, like I, I didn't have any strong take about the overtime rules. I'm cool with how it was, and I'm cool with how it is now. There's no real strong take here from me. But we we had to go. We had to we had to go, and by we I mean the NFL went and changed the whole rule 
for these dudes, right? Then coming into the season, everybody basically gift wrapped Josh Josh Allen the MVP by Independence Day. Like you, you just it it was a formality. He was crowned this, that, and the third. And again, Josh Allen's a great player. I think he's more flawed than people like to admit. And I think his flaws are kind of deadly in people in, in ways people don't like to admit. And his floor on a game-to-game basis is lower than people like to admit, especially given how the Bills utilize him because they build their entire operation around him. And I don't think they shouldn't, but you're going to get games like Sunday where he can't hit shit. Like, granted, he good for him. He didn't throw the ball to the other team until there was a minute left in the game and it was over. Good for him, I guess. But the floor is lower on that. But they, they crowned him. They gave that man MVP July. They they change rules for these dudes. Like, we have to hear every year, Buffalo this, Buffalo that. Oh, oh, hey, oh, Buffalo, and whatever else. And every year, it's this. And now it's... And now on the Josh Allen thing, where he's amazing. Again, not, not disputing this. He doesn't get covered like he's amazing, though. Because we only focus on his highlights... And by we, I mean y'all and media types. We we focus on his highlights, and then the lowlights get brushed aside. Look, man, I watched Dak Prescott vomit on himself all over Santa Clara on Sunday. And I watched Josh Allen vomit all over himself, all over all all over whatever they call it, Orchard Park. Is they, they still call it that? Whatever. Orchard Park, all Sunday afternoon, vomited all over the snow, collapsed on himself, vom- shit on himself, whatever you want to call it. I watched both of those things happen. Dak Prescott, who most people don't expect much out of, out of, is getting ran through the ringer. Is is he a Super Bowl quarterback? Should the Cowboys trade him? This, that, and the fucking third. And meanwhile, Josh Allen, who people who have erroneously told me is as good as Patrick Mahomes, somehow it, there, there's nothing about him. It's, oh, well, they don't run the ball enough. It's something nobody had a problem with six weeks ago, mind you. They don't run the ball enough for it. Leslie Frazier did this, and Leslie Frazier did that. And, hey, I'm not here to say that there were no problems besides Josh Allen on the Bills. I'm not here to say that. Hell, I'm not even here to blame Josh Allen solely. Let me make that clear one more time. Josh Allen had a bad game. If you're asking for my thoughts independently, Josh Allen had a bad game. I'm sure he'll rebound from it. It's Everybody has had bad games before. And Josh Allen has been pretty good in the postseason previous to this. But he ain't one he ain't one diddly fucking poo. And we have uh rules made and um because we sympathize with them and we got handed out MVPs in July and we got putting him in company that he doesn't belong, aka he's as good as Mahomes. No the fuck he's not. And it it, it just doesn't match up like how he's covered doesn't match up with how good he is. Because anybody else, any other top two alleged top two quarterback or tier one quarterback, however you want to put it, is getting dragged through the ringer for underperforming today. All of them. Because it wasn't like it was competitive. It wasn't. The game was over fairly quickly. The Bengals marched down the field twice. It was 14 nothing. Everybody kind of knew what it was. Because once the Bengals offensive line started whooping the, 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 the Bills, obviously undermanned and hurt defensive front, it was a wrap. It looked like it was done. Like, it, you, you thought, okay, maybe they can make a fake little comeback or whatever, and it wasn't going to be as bad as Giants-Eagles was, but, I mean, shit, it damn near was. It damn near was. That's how bad it was. It was a mismatch. Like, I didn't think they were going to blow them out like that. I thought they'd win a close one, but it ended up not they, they ended up not needing to. But, um, but, yeah, it's like, 
all of this Buffalo Bills, they just shove it. They just shove the Bills down our throat. Like, do I hate them? No. Am I fatigued of them? Yes. Yes, I'm f- fucking fatigued of them. Like Josh Allen's fucking amazing. The Bills have been really good. They've also underachieved. And the negative shit doesn't get any kind of press, but the po- the, the positive shit is all in my face. All in my face. Again, Kirk Cousins. Nobody expects shit out of Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins then plays like Kirk Cousins. And, and quite frankly, Kirk Cousins had a fine playoff game. He was fine. And, I, and I'm, I've heard about the, the three-yard dump-off to TJ Hawkins, albeit it was egregious. But I've heard about that for the last week. How, how is the guy who's like the 12th best quarterback who nobody expects shit out of getting more criticism than the quote-unquote MVP, quote-unquote tier one quarterback who got exposed at home in the snow, in which the Bills act like they've never seen snow before yesterday. He got exposed at the crib at home against another premier quarterback in the same in the same conference. And yet, there's no real conversation about, oh, is this a referendum on Josh Allen's career or this, that, and the fucking third? It can't be both, man. It can't be both. Like, the praise is deserved. I'm not, I'm not here to say it's not. But if you're going to hold up, hold them up to the standard with the other actual legitimate greats, then that comes with critici- critique and criticism. Instead of, uh, today is all about everybody else and all about how cool Joe Burrow is. That's bullshit. So, as far as the game itself, I mean, not much to be said. They, the, the Bengals kicked their ass all over the field. The Bengals dominated their trenches. I, the the Bills were kind of undermanned. It kind of is what it is on their front. Like, it, it sucks for them. Um, the Bengals look good. Their defense looked really good. I think they're going to win next week. As I said, I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. Um, I could be talked into uh, picking either the Eagles or the 49ers over them. I don't, I, don't think, um, I don't think the Chiefs are beating them, personally. Uh, we could talk about Mahomes all we want, and Mahomes is amazing. He's the best quarterback in the league, and I think when he's said and done, there might be an argument that he's the best quarterback of all time. I think he's that good, okay? The Bengals are better outside of quarterback than the Chiefs are. And on top of that, Mahomes might be hobbled. Because, look, the Bengals have two monsters on the outside, Chase and Higgins. Their offensive line is what it is. That might become a problem. I get it. You have Hayden Hurst. The running backs I don't really care that much about. each, Each running game can be effective. They can run the ball effectively. It's not... They're calling card per se, but both of them can do it. And the Bengals defense is better than the Chiefs defense. Like I think the better the, the Bengals are a better football team. Can Mahomes erase that? Yeah. I'm not here to argue that either. The thing is, I think Burrow can play him basically to a draw. Like even at Mahomes' finest, I think Burrow is capable of playing him to a draw. And if that if that remotely happens, the Bengals are probably gonna win because they're better in the margins and they have a better team. Because if you're picking the Chiefs this week, you're picking them based on one of two things, really. Mahomes existing or home field advantage or both. To me, at least. That's how I view it. Because the Bengals are a better football team. And they've beaten them three consecutive times. Like, yes, prior history doesn't matter that much. I, I understand that. But, like, the teams are pretty similar. It's not like I'm, I'm, it's not like I'm saying the, the, the Chiefs beat the Bengals in 1997. I mean, sorry, the Bengals beat the Chiefs in 1997. I'm not saying that. They beat them this year. They beat them, is it three times in the last calendar year? Yeah, it's three times in the last calendar year. They beat them in the playoffs 
They beat them in, in that late late season regular season game last year. They beat them in the playoffs last year, and then they beat them in the regular season this year. This season, excuse me. This season or last season. So if you're picking, do I think that matters that much? No. I think it's a 50-50 game regardless. But I think the Bengals are better. And I think the Bengals are going to win. And it's unfortunate it's unfortunate that the Bills once again got screwed by, by by circumstances, I guess. Maybe they should be allowed to play in Ford Field in the playoffs. Like, what rule are we going to change now that the Buffalo Bills lost in the playoffs again in embarrassing fashion? Last year was embarrassing. Don't, get, don't, don't even get it twisted. It was embarrassing. What, what, what changes? What has to change? Like, maybe we, could, maybe we could tie the quarterbacks' arms behind their backs so they can't do anything. Maybe, maybe we could give Buffalo 9 or 10 points for a touchdown instead. Maybe. Maybe maybe if the, if Josh Allen finally gets the MVP that they've been dying to give him for two years now, maybe every game starts with the, with the Bills up by 14 because MVP bonus. Like, this is fucking, uh, like it's fucking NFL street or some shit. Maybe that's what we got to do. I just want to know what rule is going to change. Since we set a precedent, like the, the the Bills lose in heartbreaking fashion, we got to change the rule. I mean, granted, this wasn't heartbreaking. That shit was over from jump. But I just want to know what rule got to change. But yes, I told you I was going to get my hater hat on, and I did. And we'll see what happens next week. I, the 49ers Eagles is a legitimate toss, but I have no actual good grasp of that game. I, I guess I'll go with... I picked the 49ers, so I guess I'm going to stick with them. I think the I think the, the 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 Bengals 49ers Super Bowl is going to be it. And on that note, I'd like to implore you to listen to the middle initial podcast with myself, Andrew L. Case, and Jude A. Jackson as we discuss current sports topics. Subscribe to the Underdog Fantasy Network. Um, I I will be back. Hopefully, at least I will be back recording with them in the fall, maybe in the spring if I get a baseball show with them. But in the meantime, subscribe. They they do they do good work there in, independent of me. If you like sports, you like you, they they have something for you. Um, that's it for me. Happy happy uh, happy football and happy uh, conference finals week coming up. Enjoy the football, and I'll see you when I see you. Yeah.